Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, green lights, mm. margarini, margarini, because you're moving to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> we now are going to have to make this very, very complicated last name into an Italian name, add an ini. Okay. So do you know what's great about this? We haven't even thought of this. Do you remember when we were in Greece and the girl was like, Kimberly is not a Greek name, right? I do. So we're going to go to Italy and you're going to tell someone you're Italian and they're going to say, what's your name? And it's going to be Robert Murgatroyd. And they're going to go, Murgatroyd is not a Italiano name. We were in, uh, just to put a little highlight in that story, we're in Greece and the, uh, the owner of the hotel um, introduces us to her, his sister. And she was, you know, just lovely to talk to. And she was so excited that uh, Kim, you know, Greeks, when they meet another Greek, they just go crazy. It's like a New Englander meeting another New Englander. They go nuts. And uh, she's like, oh, you're Greek. Where are you from? And Kim tells her the country that she's from. She goes, ah, what is your name? And she says, Kimberly. <laughs> and she looks at her like deadpan with this face. And she says, this is not a Greek name. <laughs> because my mom's French. <laughs> So there's that. There you have it. There well, you have it. What well, are we talking about today? Well, Margarini. Um, we are going to talk about, I, I have officially read Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights, via you telling me every story in the fucking book, <laughs> which makes me pissed off because every time I open the book to listen to it, I'm like, oh, I know how that one ends. <laughs> okay. So you have officially ruined, this is like, I don't know. Spoiler alert. This is like the second second book that you've uh, ruined, ruined for, me. for you. That's not true. I haven't told you any stories. But you have. <laughs> but this, uh, the title of this book alone 
is worthy of a podcast. And here's why. The meaning behind green lights, and you can correct me because you're actually the only one in this room who's read it. Um, the meaning of green lights is you looking at things that are going on in your life and noticing when you get a green light and noticing when you get a red light. So in the past- Or a detour. Or detour. In the past, I have viewed- red lights as me taking a machete out and removing the traffic signal from my path and wrestling whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish to the grounds. So if I hit a red light, I knock the wall down. If I hit a red light, I step over the person's face. Okay. <laughs> that or is on it. that is my personality. And I feel like it probably came from sort of like a scrappy survival kid from Queens, New York. Like you just, like, you just gotta, like, if you don't do it, it isn't going to happen. And it, it has served me well in many areas of my life, but in other areas of my life where it has not served me is me not allowing to see what comes through. So I did an interview recently with a guy named Kyle Cease. It's out probably at the time this will be aired. You can look back maybe one or two episodes on my feed. And he was a comedian who reached the pinnacle of his career. He won Comedy Central's Comedian of the Year and blah, blah, blah. And he decided that he wanted to do something different. And he went into more personal development stuff. And he's opened for Tony Robbins at events around the world. But one of the things that he said in the interview, and a lot of people have been reaching out to me about it, is when something isn't going your way, reframe it and stop and say to yourself, okay, what's trying to come through here? What is trying to come through? So I've seen him do this live because I got his course and I listened to his course and he'll do some live coaching, coaching with people. And even with himself, he'll, he'll tell stories about you know, how he planned to do this event or that event, but it didn't work out. And he's like, okay. And the whole team is trained to know, well, what's trying to come through right now? Like if it's not working out, what's trying to come through to us to change it? And I think that's appropriate to this conversation of green lights, because when I have something that comes at me that I'm trying to accomplish and I get a red light, I don't ask myself what's trying to come through. I ask myself, how do I turn the red light into green? One, two, when green lights are coming through, if it's not exactly the way I wanted it to be, I won't go down the green light path and I will, um, I naturally have a proclivity to go down the red light path because I feel like I've trained myself that it has to be hard and I have to wrestle it, uh, et cetera. Yeah. So that right there, what that little last nugget that you dropped, people, I mean, look, your podcast is called Work Hard, Play Hard, right? Mm. And somehow we have been trained that the struggle is part of the success. No pain, no gain. Like all of those kind of comments and one-liners where when you're given something that's actually easy, you're, you think it's a scam <laughs> because you're like, nothing could be this simple. It's too good, nothing, to, be, it's it's too good. good to be true, right? Yeah. And sometimes it just is what it is. Sometimes it, it's just the, it's the green light path. So the reason I thought this might be a good topic today is 
we have been in seasons of red lights. And when we were in the season of red lights, we were not attuned enough with our, call it our inner being, source, gut, whatever you want. We weren't like in tune with knowing that and asking, okay, is there something I'm supposed to be learning here? Is there there a reason I'm getting these red lights? And we would just try to tackle it, go crazy. Like it was almost to the point where the universe was going, okay, do I literally have to make, like take it away from you to get you to realize this is not your path, you know, because you get tied to the certainty of something, even if it's creating red light after red light after red light, struggle after struggle, anxiety, all of that. And instead of just taking the green light path and in where we are right now, we have hit a series of green lights. Like, you know, when you're, you got to get somewhere and every single light, there's like 82 lights in the path and you you got 10 minutes and every one of them is green. And you feel like if nothing else happens that day, you won the day, like you should play the lottery. That's like our life right now. And it's, amazing. And I want to celebrate. I'm not saying that to be like douchey and like, look how great it is. But right now we are on a path that is meant for us. I feel it. I can see it. And it's green light after green light after green light. That doesn't mean there's not like problems and obstacles we have to overcome. It just means that the keys to overcoming those obstacles show up. So I'll give you an example. We are working on this um, move to Italy. And we're there's a couple of kinds of residency, you know. One of them you need to show passive income. The other one you need to show that you have enough income. It's like, but in a different way. And there are different forms and different things. And we're looking at each other like, okay, well, what exactly is passive income in to the Italian government? And we're trying to figure out how we're going to do that and we're not going to qualify. And then out of the sky drops a passive income model. And I think we've talked about this on the show before, but it was like, okay, there's an obstacle, but then green light, here's here's how you're going to solve that obstacle. We wanted, just in the planning of going to Italy, we thought we hit a big red light with trying to obtain Italian citizenship. And then green light, here's an attorney that actually is going to help you and guide you there. And that's a green light. And so sometimes I just want to wrap this, Rob, and I'll let you talk because I know I'm long-winded, but sometimes when you get those red lights, I like that you pointed out that you have to sit and say, okay, what is this moment trying to tell me? Because sometimes it's saying- What's trying to come through? What's, what's trying Isn't that to come a great through? line? What's trying to come what's through? What's trying to come through is a great line because it's like the gut check. Is this something I should be- finding a workaround for, or is this not my path? Or is it the diversion Mm -hmm. that you need to stay on your path? Because rarely is a path A to B. Yeah. It's like, it's it's windy. windy. Yeah. And and you're going to take 23 detours that you didn't know you were going to take. It's like taking ways, right? Instead of just looking at a map. You know, I just think you have to do that gut check and... That's the biggest key for me right now in this part of our life is I'm doing it the other way too. When it's green light, green light, green light, I'm asking that same question. What's trying to come through for me? And I'm like, if we're getting all these green lights, 
there there is something for us at the end of this tunnel like we are we are meant to be on this path we're currently on things are things are are opening up too easily for it to not be something that we are meant to be doing and i just think you can use that both ways. So if it's a red light, if you're hitting obstacles, what's trying to come through for you? And if it it's too easy feeling, what's trying to come through for you? I'm going to highlight this real quick. Before we go into Italy, four months ago, we're watching CBS Sunday Morning and they do a thing about an attorney. And when I'm in Italy, somebody introduces me to the attorney that I was watching on CBS Sunday Morning. Green cool. light. Right. Next one See, is. See, you didn't listen to the book, but I did. So I'm going to play the role of Matthew McConaughey. Hey, hey, hey. Um, no, it's all right, all right, all right. There you go. Um, next one is uh, I'm uh, I'm obsessed with this YouTuber. Her name is Kylie Flavel. She does cinematic. She produces a full length cinematic movie on Italy every um, week, every Friday. It's amazing. <laughs> F L A V E L L. I you believe. have an interview with her. Um, uh, I have an that's interview. That's going to be launching. Actually, it might be in two weeks. Yeah. Anyway, obsessed with her. Talked to my uh, this attorney that I met, and he's like, "Oh, her boyfriend works in the office next to me in Florence. I'll make an introduction. You can have her on your show." Green light. Next one is as a kid, I read this book um, called Automatic Millionaire by David Bach has a big impact on me because it's not just about becoming a millionaire. It's about why do you want to become a millionaire? What do you want to do with it? He just moved to where we're moving, Florence, Italy. And my attorney says, oh, I want to introduce you to all the dads that are going to be in the school that um, Sophia, Sophia, Sophia is going to, one of the dads on the thread is David Bach. He's now my new bestie. Green light. Next one is we need a passive income source to meet the criteria for the, uh, the consulate, et cetera. And all of a sudden a new project comes in our lap that is producing significant passive income. Green light. Next one is I read a book at night called Glam, Italia. And it's about all the things to do in Florence. And I shit you not last Thursday, while I'm reading it, the author of the book sends me a message because she's friends with my friend, Chris Harder. And Chris Harder just posted, um, sad to see my friend, uh, my friends, Rob and Kim move to Italy, but I'm excited for them. She sees it messages me while I'm reading her book and says, where are you moving in Italy? Green light. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay. Now I can go on and on and on. So these are the crazy green lights that are happening along the way. But what's interesting that you and I have not talked about yet is there are people associated. Jonathan is associated with passive income. Michele is associated with, he's the attorney. Kylie is the YouTuber. David Bach is the author. All of these people now are playing significant roles in our life. So I am getting ready on Friday to do a meeting in Arizona with Jonathan. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Michele is now our talking new best friend. Every single day. <laughs> just it's Saturday morning. I'm talking to the attorney. Kylie just invited us uh, to do an interview in person in Florence. David Bach said to me, I'd love to do a podcast, because I asked him if he wants to do a podcast. So I'd love to do a podcast. Why don't we wait till you're here and we'll do the podcast in person. All of these green lights resulted in the things that are most important in life, which are people, 
Those people are having an impact, not only on my life, but I'm having an impact, we're having an impact on their life. I can see the things that I am teaching them and I can see the things that they are teaching me and I can see how the, the coincidence, right? You, you, you use the word coincidence. What is a coincidence? It's two incidents happening simultaneously, a coincidence. When I can see those two instances or incidents happening at the same time for a specific purpose, generally that purpose goes far beyond just the green light in that moment. Like I need a visa to go into Italy. I, this is going to, he's going to be a friend for life. Mm -hmm. And anyway, you get the idea. So if you're listening now and you're like, okay, great. I'm so glad your life is working out for you, asshole, because you know, you're, and, you're and thinking. If, and if it. you're saying that, and come if on, you're saying that, come on, on. you got more, you got other problems. No, but uh, my point is it wasn't, it, we're going to hit red lights again. We're, uh, we're, I mean, everybody does because contrast creates the clarity, right? But now we're, when we hit those red lights, we have tools and a gut check to be able to ask ourselves, why are we hitting that? If you're hitting those red lights, what's trying to come through here? And I'm going to tell you that we're hitting these green lights because we did one thing. We got crystal freaking clear on what we wanted our life to look like. Not our business, not anything else, but our actual life. We got clear on what we wanted our life to look like, where we wanted to live, how we want to set up our day, what we want to do with our time. Rob, like he's talking about taking painting classes when we're in Italy. Like that wouldn't happen here. Could it happen? Sure. But th that inspiration wouldn't be there. So preceding this, this path of green lights was the clarity that we created around what we wanted. And that's something that people don't do. And I've had so many conversations lately since our Dream Life course came out that of people taking it and they're like, God, this is actually way harder than I thought it would be. Because when you get really clear on what you want, and that, and you allow that little voice inside of you to do the talking instead of your shoulds and coulds in society and, and all of the obligations. What you end up doing is you end up kind of reworking your entire life. And that's scary. It's scary to say, oh shit, I don't want any of this. Or maybe I do want part of it. Or maybe I want something completely different or I have to up-level in a huge way. That's terrifying for a lot of people, but it's the first step. So creating clarity around what you want is what's going to lead you to the path of the green lights. Yeah, okay, so we'll leave you with this. This is really important, I think, because when I had a conversation with my friend Chris a couple of days ago, he said, I thought you were going to Italy in a year and a half. Like, why, why did you move it four months? And, and I, it really- Because your wife woke up one morning and said, I want to move to Italy. Well, but it really got me thinking about the, you know, like how, how was it able to get compressed from a year and a half to four months? And, and to your point of what you just said a minute ago, we got really clear and we put everything onto a poster. And we've mm -hmm. talked about this before in other episodes where, you know, when you're super clear about what your day is going to look like. And I think I've read um, on other another podcast on what the day looks like. You know, I woke up and I hear the, the church bells ringing and things like that. Once that got really clear, then the speed at which 
manifestation happens to use sort of the law of attraction analogy became so accelerated so quick that all of those green lights that we mentioned earlier just started like we were going like, you know, when you get nothing but green lights and you're driving through a town and it's like you're doing like, you know, 40, 42 miles an hour. And it's like, you're going through an entire town and you never hit a red light. And you're like, this is fucking great. Like you, like you just timed it. And it just, there was no traffic, there was no people and you hit every light. It's exactly the feeling that we have had over the last couple of months where every light was green. And I realized that the acceleration of not just getting the green lights, but getting the multiple green light after green light after green light was because we got super clear on what it was that we wanted, what we wanted the day to look like, And then the only thing we had to reverse engineer was in order to make it happen, what did we need to unfold? We needed a passive income business. We needed to pack up our shit and you get a moving company. There was like logistics, right? But those logistics, once we knew what we wanted to do, the logistics were like a weekend where we sat down and we're like, okay, well, we gotta, we gotta get shit on a boat. Do we have to get shit on a boat? Maybe we don't have to get it. So it was like those conversations. But what we thought was a year and a half was prior to us getting clear on what it looked like there. Yeah. So whatever you're working on right now in your life, if it's if it feels like it isn't happening, I would suggest th- for you to go back and revisit what your vision looks like. In other words, could you hand me your vision? And have me read it and say, I can step into what this person wants. This person wants to wake up in the morning, smell the surf, jump in the ocean, have an afternoon with his or her children, at night have a cocktail with the wife under the stars. Like like that level of clarity where I know where you want to live, what you want to do, how much income you want to make. Like, you know, when you open the refrigerator, you get hit with the cold air from the sub-zero freezer where it's just so clear. When you have that, things accelerate. Here, can I give you, we're taking a little detour here, but I'm taking it on what you're saying. So you can have a vision, right? So let's say you write that. You write your vision, you you Francis Mays out, and you get all the details and all of that. The next step during the day, you can't have contrasting thoughts and emotions to that vision. You have to feel like you've stepped into that and that everything is working out for you. Because if you read that vision and you doubt it and you don't have belief, and you sit there and you go, yeah, I'm never going to get that fridge. I'm, n- I'm never going to get that place. I'm never going to have that. This is too hard. This is too this. My life sucks. And you constantly go back into what your current day feels like in a negative way. You're never going to get there. And that was the biggest block for us before we left the chiropractic office, before we left Atlanta. The biggest thing that we screwed up was... We complained about our current reality, but we're we're excited where we were going. But we weren't grateful for where we were. Well, I was, Rob wasn't grateful. You remember how many conversations I had to have with you about you need to be grateful for what you have 
And I, don't, I don't think they were conversations. <laughs> I don't know why you call them conversations because there's no part of it that was a conversation, okay? It was me listening to you. That's right. So, but that's where that's where we screwed this up is you have to be grateful for where you are and excited about where you're going. And so when you read your vision, don't let that little bad, mean little voice inside you screw this up. Don't let that limiting belief screw this up. Don't read that vision and have an internal dialogue on why it's not gonna happen or an external dialogue because then you're literally putting that energy into the universe and it's stopping the manifestation and it's gonna give you red lights. So two things real quick, and then we will uh, end this one. The first one is when you get a little bit of a win, a little bit of a green light, even if it's a small one, even if it's like, uh, we, we were really blocked in this area and all of a sudden it opened up, say everything's always working out for us. Just say it, everything is always working out for us. You will start to build momentum with small little things that will be a snowball that goes down the mountain and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden you'll be reading a book and the author will shoot you a text <laughs> from a friend that you didn't even, I, I, um, if I ask Chris, if he knows this author, he'll tell me, I don't know who she is. I guarantee it. I get, I'm telling you, I get, she's looking at me like I'm insulting the author. You I'm are. not, I'm not trying to insult the author. I'm just telling you that I believe this happens because it was meant to happen and not because it's a, it's, it, it's, it's a, a connection, connection yeah. of, I, I'm friends with Chris 15 years. He's never mentioned her name. Well, so, so I'm saying that yeah. the, the universe was, was working behind the scenes. Kim's always worried about insulting people. And I, it's because I insult people all the time. Okay. That's the first thing. Second author, thing. Author, he insulted you and I'm sorry. Second, the fact that he's calling you author right now is even more insulting. So you can throw an Aperol spritz in his face when we land. Karina Cook. Karina Cook, I am in no way insulting you. I am just saying that I believe that we, that we were meant to meet oh, each other. Oh, beautiful she is. And she's beautiful. Okay. All right. So can, and we literally read this book. Oh, she's from New Zealand. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. But that's not New Zealand. I don't know what they say. Kiwi, kiwi, kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is and, it the fruit of the bird? There's both. There's a kiwi bird. It is the kiwi bird. It is not about a kiwi fruit. The last thing is certainty. You, to Kim's points, your ability to see what you want in spite of it not being in front of you and staying in a certainty state is the work. Is the work. I will leave you with that with a dramatic pause. That's it, everybody. Have a great week and I'll see ya. We'll see ya. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds, and leave me a five-star review, and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.